Just how the Yankee season has started so far. Three horrible fielding mistakes. And the one to her mom like just shouldn't be happening. I mean, Garner bounced off the pocket. What are you going to do? Um, but it's 3-3. Top of the sixth. Aaron Hicks is at the play right now. And even even the way the Yankees scored those three runs was, was because Josh Naylor misplays a ball and kicks it to center field. Other than that... You know, but James, you are a Nick fan. Tell us, tell us how you're feeling about what your Knicks are doing this season. Well, um, obviously, I'm not gonna play the song, but obviously, the New York Knicks team go New York go. That's exactly how I'm feeling. Um, the Knicks have been playing exceptionally well. Um, they they won eight in a row. Um, no one, and I repeat, no one, the Knicks are where they are. I didn't, I thought they would probably be at best, um, maybe a 10 seed fighting for that playing tournament, but they've won eight in a row. They're currently right now in fourth place. If the season would end today, they, they have host a home playoff game against those same, um, Atlanta Hawks. Um, first things first, um, Hope um, Trey Young gets healthy. Um, it was very upsetting seeing him getting injured. So that that's first things foremost. But secondly, I love how this Knicks team is playing. Man, they play. They have heart. They have grit. They have passion. They have pride. The city is buzzing about the Knicks. The Knicks fans are are invigorated. They feel they feel brand new. They they haven't had this feeling. And unlike 2013, when it was a veteran team. The Knicks are building something. I mean, Julius Randle's only 26 years old. RJ Barrett is 20. We got contributions from Emmanuel quickly. Derrick Rose, a savvy veteran, still got some pop. 
Um, you got Todd Gibson and Ner- Nerlens Noel holding down the fort. And rookies, um, especially Emmanuel Quickly, has been a, a bright spot for this Knicks team. So you he- he- can't say nothing more about this Knicks team. The ceiling is probably a home playoff series and possibly the second round. Um, the floor is probably, you know, anywhere from that that playing tournament game and we talked about this earlier would it be a little disappointing if the Knicks go from 4 to 7 it probably would be but the schedule is going to be pretty daunting they do got a brutal rest coast trip to end the season um, but hey I love how the Knicks are playing and they just gotta um, continue playing they got Toronto on Saturday they got the Bulls on on Monday and you know those are two winnable games before they play Phoenix so just gotta keep the good times rolling um, tonight's, now, James didn't know this, but tonight's podcast actually starts out, you know, I was generous enough to play Go New York, Go New York, so all you Nick fans will get to hear that 1999 rendition. That's fantastic. I actually had no idea, so I can't wait to check that out, but, um, but look, you know, it's good that the Knicks are playing this well. Again, it's the eight-game winning streak. Um, you just got to continue playing well, man. And, you know, obviously the job is not done. And, you know, just got to continue playing well. It's great. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Knicks fans have been waiting for a team to get excited for. But, again, and I want Knicks fans to hear this, this is not a championship team. This is not a team that's going to go out there um, that's going to win a championship. They're building something. Now, talk to so, us about... Talk to us about the guy who... There's... I believe there's two reasons why the Knicks are having a success. One of them okay. is Tom Thibodeau. And uh-huh. the second is Julius Randle. I believe without these two men that the Knicks would probably be around maybe 12 wins right about now? Um, Julius Randle was on this team last year, and they stunk. This is all about Tom Thibodeau. This is all about Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose. This is pretty much the same team. And, yeah, you added quickly and, and Noel, but this is essentially the same team as last year. This team, the same team last year, won about 22 games. Uh, I know I'll be like a COVID kind of caught that season, but the Knicks were probably going to win 27, 28 games if the season didn't get paused. This is the same team from last year. All you added was Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose and William Wesley in the front office, and the, and the Knicks are different. So this is all Tom Thibodeau and Julius Randle actually taking the time to actually work on this craft seriously. So I I truly think this is more Thibodeau. I mean, yeah, Julius Randle put in that work, but it's more on Thibodeau, if anything. I mean, I mean, you're trying to discredit a guy. It doesn't matter if he was on the team last year. He's he's having if 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 he was a Laker, he'd he'd be in serious serious MVP con- conversations. Oh, absolutely. He's having Listen, he, he's he's probably having the best season of his life. If 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 you absolutely. still if you still give the Knicks Thibodeau, but take off Frazier, 
I mean, take out Julius Randle this year. Well, 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 that idiot is up at the plate right now, so so that's why I said that. But if you take off Julius Randle, I don't think they are where they are. That much true. Um, listen, I'm not a one discredit. I don't want to discredit Randall. I think that Randall is probably in the and he's not gonna win MVP, but he's in the MVP discussion. He's definitely gonna win Most Improved Player. That that that's a lock. He, he, he's averaging close to 24 points per game, and he's shooting over 40 percent from three. He's never shot 40 percent from three. So, like, I give Julius Randall the credit in the world. Him, um, he like I just say that Tom Thibodeau help install a new fire in Julius. So I, I think it's more both. You know, definitely Thibodeau has an influence and Julius Randle took his game to another level. Um, Got to give R.J. Barrett some love too because he's improved from a guy that's just, you know, it's Zion and Moran and everybody else. Now Zion's in that discussion one of the better players in that draft class that the Knicks missed on. So Julius Randle gets some love too. Thibodeau gets love. And the entire Knicks team, man, they're, they're a fun team to watch. I mean, they're not a championship team, but this is a team that you can see is building something. And other players take notice. LeBron James made a tweet that said, like, the league is more fun when the Knicks are when the Knicks are winning. And he's right. The NBA is a lot more fun when the Knicks are winning. How disrespectful would it be if Thibodeau doesn't win Coach of the Year? I mean, you got Quinn Snyder doing really well with the Utah Jazz. You got Doc Rivers doing well in Philadelphia, but I, but Philadelphia is already a good team anyway. I'd be a little disappointed, but I understand why because of the whole like you're doing it in the West. The West is tough for competition. The East is a little bit more watered down. But would I would would I be would I be disappointed? Yeah. Would I be shocked if Quinn Snyder wins? No. Yeah, but I mean, he's taking a team that, you know, let's let's face it, for the past five, six years, have been nothing but dumpster fire. And, and, Jazz have two guys that are amazing. You know, when you have, when you have Gobert, number 45, I mean, those are two pretty big pieces to win with. Oh, absolutely, um, I agree, but I mean... I think the Bulls are I love how Quinn Snyder for a team that they weren't projected to be first in the West and, and they're looking at the West, top of competition, you know, like, but again, me personally, I give it to Thibodeau, not just because I'm a Knicks fan, because of everything what you just said. The Knicks have been a dumpster fire for the past five to six years. They have been trash. They have been god-awful. They have been like, everything you can think of. So... I truly think that if I had a vote, I'd definitely give it to Thibodeau because he took a team that was about to a joke to a team that in the right now, currently as a stand, a top four team in the Eastern Conference. And we di- we didn't touch on this last week, um, but you know the Pelicans played at the Garden, and Zion was asked a question and he just answered really honestly. A, a lot of people might not have answered it this way, but he said that other than his home, he really loves playing at the Garden. And, of course, this makes people get all rational and get a little crazy. Oh, my God, when Zion's a free agent, he's going to come here. <laughs> First of all, this is many, many, many years from now. 
who knows who knows how, who knows how he feels but do you think there's him saying that makes it a reality that he could potentially be a Nick a couple of years from now uh I'm gonna answer your question and phrase it differently um I think there's a chance but Will it happen? I'm not sure because I don't know if New Orleans is going to be willing to let him go. But Zion's a good kid. He's a good kid. And I'm sure, you know, he's going to do say the right things, say things like New Orleans is my home, I love him. But I think people are going to get into his ear. World Wide West knows a lot of back channels. I think Zion to the Knicks, is, it, 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 it's a possibility. Adrian Wojnarowski said that's something to keep an eye on. Woj said to keep an eye on that because his best friend on the team is R.J. Barrett. So that's something to keep an eye on. Will it happen? I'm not sure, but that's, uh, just keep an eye on that for now. Keep an eye on that. That's not going to happen for, a, for at least a few more years. And what's, what's your realistic expectations for the remainder of the season? Do you think the Knicks will hold on to that fourth spot? Realistically, I don't think so. Um, and I say that because I say that because that West Coast trip is going to be so brutal. Um, it's um, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Uh, I don't know. Like they have to win. They <laughs> they have to pretty much. Only, only can afford a few losses. I don't think the Knicks are going to hold on to that fourth seed. I think the best case, if they can get to that sixth seed, you know, I think, um, I think that would be a win. But I don't think the Knicks are going to hold on to that fourth seed. I just think that West Coast trip is going to be brutal. Wow. And if they drop to... Realistic. If they drop to the sixth seed, who are, who who's their first round matchup? Milwaukee. Ooh. That's they're a not sweet. Milwaukee. That's a sweet. They're, they're not beating Milwaukee. So, <laughs> so Milwaukee. if that happens and they get swept, what's your what would be your review of the season? Well, at the moment, I would be very annoyed. Because, you know, like, what the hell, man? You, you didn't even win a game. So at the moment, I'd be annoyed. But overall, it would be a success. But it's a way that they get swept. Like, if the Knicks got swept and, like, every game was, like, a blowout. Like, literally, like, you know, the Knicks, like... Let's say two games were close, two games were blowouts. If two games were close and two games were blowout, I wouldn't be as bad. Because even though even though they had no shot to begin with, the fact that they were they had to make Milwaukee earn that, I think it's a win. What so if what if every game they lose season. by twenty points? I wouldn't call it a failure. I'd be it'd be more disappointing. What if the Knicks play well? But it's 
it's lack of like the small mistakes like like they lose the game off of free throws or or not knowing the situation. That that would be disappointing. That was one because Tom Thibodeau is supposed to coach his team. That's a little bit more in the coach. I'd be a little disappointed. Like I'd be happy, you know. Like I'd be happy to make the playoffs, but if they make mental errors, that's on the coach. Because you're supposed to coach this team to be prepared. You've been in the playoffs, Thibodeau. You were on Jeff Van Gundy's staff that went that those Knicks teams went to the finals. You were on the staff that you know. You know, you were on the you were on the like you were on the staff that that um that won a championship in Boston. No eight, man. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Come on. Okay. Now Julius Randle is a free agent after next season. Do you want the Knicks to bring him back, or do you want the Knicks to let him? play out his first half and trade him or even consider trading him this offseason? I think the Knicks are going to extend Randall. Um, they're going to pick up the team option. He does have a team option. They're going to pick it up, obviously. Randall has said he wants to stay in New York. I think the Knicks are going to sign him. I don't know if I'd give him a massive contract, though. Me, personally. But I think that Randall will stay. And if you ask me personally, I, I, I would like Randall to stay. If he's going to continue playing like that, I, I definitely would want him to stay. Yeah. If he continues playing like this. Well, like six. what I would do, what I would do is pick up the team option, let him play out this season like how he's doing. And if he continues this play, I'd sign him to an extension. I have to, I, it can't be one, because what I can't do is I can't let this season fool me to think that, like, this is going to be long-term. I need consistency. you got to do the same thing next year, especially when next season is going to be a full 82-game season. So we got to do this next year. Well, a six-year contract will take him up to his 32. That's not awful. There's no more six-year con- no six contracts, bro. It's only five years. Well, Well, then that's even better. Steph Curry. 
Oh, I mean, <laughs> this, oh, wait, the greatest shooter of all time, a everyone's tradable. Everyone's tradable. Randall, RJ Barrett, quickly. Well, I mean, well, I mean he's, he's, he's going to be a free agent. So. Oh, everything. I mean, obviously, he's not going to leave. I'd, That's what I'd I just said. Would you, would you throw yeah. the bag at Steph Curry? Like, like if, he wants a max, if, if, only, if he wants a max contract, would, would you give him the max? Not only would I throw the bag at him, I would throw him a piece of New York and Queens and Manhattan, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, will, I will say, like, listen, do you, do you, want, do you want to own New York? Like, you, I will sign over New York. I'll give you part of Jersey, too. What's, what's the most the Knicks can give, Curry? Four years, $180 million. That, that's, that's the standard for anyone that's not on the team. So that means the Warriors would be able to go what five to twenty. Five years, two hundred and then twenty-five million. Yes. Well, I was off by five million. Way to go, me. Good job, you. <laughs> now, do you think Nick fans overall would like giving Curry the max at his age? They would. They don't care because he's a shooter. And one thing that doesn't really go away is shooting. Like, he may not be, like, as athletic as he was when he was younger, but that shot ain't going away. <laughs> now, and, and and again, I'm I'm pretty sure the Warriors won't let him go. And I, Absolutely. I Absolutely. saw SportsCenter this past weekend, and he was talking about how it'd be special to play one, one guy, one team. Um, but if... If they were to do a move like that, that makes it a small possibility to then fish for LeBron. If if you're the Knicks, you failed multiple, multiple times at bringing LeBron to the Knicks. Would you want to try yeah. for one more kick at the can with that? Uh, mm, I'm very hesitant. Because remember, LeBron he'll be like 34, 35 by then. I, I, yeah, that's the problem. Because it's, it's LeBron's age that's the problem. Not to say he's not a good player. Of course, LeBron's going to be all the favorite, but it's the age, Nick. It's the age. LeBron's going to be 34, 35. It's the age, man. He, the age is what's going to scare me because he's not going to be the same player as he was, man. We gotta do some low management and stuff. I know LeBron James likes to play every game, but he, he ain't gonna be the same, man. I, I, uh, now let me ask you this question. Is that the only way I get Steph Curry is to bring LeBron James? Is that the only way? Like if I just. Well, Curry, well, 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 that's the only way you get LeBron is by getting Curry. I bite the bullet only because I want Steph Curry. I, I, I personally wouldn't want it, but if that, if that means getting Steph Curry, then you know you do what you gotta do. Okay. Again, guys, this was fictional, man. We all, all we right. know LeBron's gonna stay in LA, and we know Curry's gonna stay with Golden State. But these are some very cool what if scenarios, man. Um. Now sticking with um. Now here's the here's the thing, though. And I gotta ask you. You're you're not a Knicks fan, so you're you're an outsider viewing this. Obviously, you see the Nets, and they're and they're likely going to be a team that could likely come out the East, but you see a Knicks um, team that's fighting. 
since you're a casual fan, and would you do you like a team that's ready made to win a championship like the Nets are, or are a young scrappy team that's trying to find their way in the Nets? Um, just you know, it's always nice to see the underdog do something, and then especially with. Harden being out indefinitely right now. Who knows? Who knows if he could even yeah. play again? And that's huge. KD potentially can play tomorrow night. That's huge. If these two guys can't go for the Nets, there's they won't even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's just that's just failure. That is super super failure. So if I'm a if I'm a person who who knows nothing about basketball, I'm probably gonna root for the Nets just because they're the favorite to go far. But if I'm that person who just loves like the underdog story and David vs Goliath, and I want to see you know just something try to be done that people know they can't be done. Then I'm going for the Knicks. And overall, like, I know you have realistic expectations. But in every fan base in America, there's always that certain population that, like Omar from the K-Show, he, he thinks they can get to the second round. He, he thinks, hey, he thinks, hey, once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. We can go to the finals, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. None of that is going to happen. Now, they killed expectations. They took expectations with a bat and beat it over the head. They killed it. Way to, way to go. That's, it's wonderful, right? Um, so, right now, I mean, I mean, even though I'm a bigger picture guy, this season for the Knicks is a success. They, they could lose the rest of the season and get swept in the playoffs because of because they did something that they weren't supposed to do. It's a success. But the problem with having this success is now they're opening the door to where next year, because they're going to add, they're not going to go into next year with the same exact team. They'll, they'll oh, no. add. Whether it's, whether it's through draft or signing somebody, they'll add. So now... Whatever their total is this year, with with the more games next year, you're gonna have to up that to at least anywhere from seven to max like twelve wins more. So now, if they if they don't do that next year, then what was this? This was just a Mickey Mouse season, you know, in 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 a year where it's still kind of around the pandemic. And it's just like the Dodgers. You have to you have to do something now. So that's that's the problem. J- j- just like the twenty seventeen Yankees, no expectations. They, they they went to the ALCS, and what happened the next year? Crap. So that's yep. the problem with the Knicks having this amount of success this year. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at it in that realm, yeah. How else would you look at it? How else? Look, 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 nothing you said is 
nothing you've said is wrong. That's actually correct. Like that that is the way to look at it. And that's probably the only way to look at it if you're a Knicks fan because you're here's the thing. The Knicks are going to add pieces. They're probably not gonna be significant pieces because this bridging class is, is, is weak. Like there's really no one out there for the Knicks. I mean, I know there's Alonzo Balls, there's Dennis Schroeder, like I get, but there's really like no one of significance with the um to add for the for the New York Knicks. Now Whenever the Knicks win, um, if they end up winning 41 for like, all right, realistically, they have all 33 wins. If the Knicks end up winning 38, 39 wins, then next year they got to win at least 48 games. They got to win at least 48 games, and they got to be consistent. They can't, they can't be, they can't be crap. Likely next year, I don't see the playing tournament coming in next year. So there's no, there's no real benefit. But the Knicks just have to be consistent and continue making the playoffs. And you know, because again, if you can make the playoffs consistently, that's the key. Because then you are a team that's good enough to make the playoffs, but then you don't have that that superstar. But that's what the Knicks really need. They don't have that guy to take over games. And that's what's going to keep the Knicks from going far. Like, yeah, and you're right. It does add pressure. That's why Leon Rose has a hard job. Because you've got to add pieces. And Tom Thibodeau has to continue coaching the way he's coaching. So, again, it's great to have success. But in order to for Knicks to be good, they have to sustain success. So, we're going to see. All right. Well, that will do for tonight. It's currently top of the 7-3-3. And Aaron Judge just walked. Um... So hopefully the Yankees can win. Domingo Herman, he picked it up. He got better as that hor- after that horrible first. Um, but but again, it's it could be the both. I mean, Indians have a terrible terrible o- offense. They they mainly just hit home runs. So it is what it is. Let's see what happens. Saturday is going to be a fantastic matchup. Shane Beaver, Garrett Cole. So Sunday we'll probably see some Devi Garcia, and uh, again, this is one of those Nick pods. And hey, if if they get to the playoffs, we'll do this again. But absolutely, let's see what these Knicks can do. They the Knicks gotta continue this pace, and yeah, if the Knicks make the playoffs, we will be doing this real soon. And you know, and also quick before we go, big shout out to Herman. Even though Herman pitched awful in the first, like you said, he gave the Yankees lane. So he's another. So that's another start that the, that Yankee pitcher, other Garrett Cole, went at least six innings. So progress, yay!